0: Welcome to the Wildlife Around You Show, a casual nature podcast with your hosts, Blaine and Lainey, both nature enthusiasts. Hi. Welcome back. Long time no seeing.
1: I know. It's been ages.
0: (laughs) How are things?
1: They're going well, you.
0: Can't complain. Had great weather, so we've been out in nature a little.
1: Yes, we have. It'd be okay if it stayed in like, you know, the 70s, The, the 90s in February and March. Not okay with that.
0: So what have you seen or experienced lately in nature?
1: Well, this morning, walking our daughter to school, all of the birds were awake. (laughs) There were crows, blue jays, crackles, um, wrens, cardinals. There had to have been a couple others, but they were just chatty. Mm -hmm. Oh, and there were also a couple woodpeckers.
0: Start of the day, they all had lots to say.
1: Yeah. So it was fun whole time we were out there yeah what about you
0: Uh i've enjoyed the yellow-bellied sapsucker that's been coming to our uh, suet in the backyard regularly yeah it's there several times a day and so i pokes its head out and looks and, uh, goes back to eating and pokes his head out oh uh, don't look at me <laughs> that's what it seems like i love watching it them stays there for quite a while
1: hop around the trunk they're fun
0: so what are we going to learn about today
1: the american crow which we happen to See here this morning.
0: Yeah. So crows are a pretty large bird. They're about 17 inches in height. So if you stood a big laptop end to end, that's about how tall they would be. They weigh uh, usually between like a half to one and a half pounds. They uh, have a wingspan between just shy of three feet to just over three feet. So kind of a median range of three feet. Uh, They're all black. And usually in groups and can be pretty noisy. Yes. So what kind of areas do they like to be in?
1: They are very adaptable birds and they will live in any open place that offers at least a few trees to perch on and a reliable source of food. So they will regularly use both natural and human created habitats, farmland, pasture, landfills, Parks, golf courses, cemeteries, etc. Um, lots of yards, vacant lots, highway turnarounds, feed lots, and then along the banks of rivers, streams, and marshes. And they uh, tend to avoid unbroken expanses of forest, but do show up at forest campgrounds and travel into forests along roads and rivers. And they definitely avoid deserts.
0: Yeah, they they need open spaces. That's where we find them. Yeah, most any place, especially ball fields. Mm-hmm. With trees nearby, you can almost always find crows sitting there. Yeah, so their nests. Both members of the breeding pair will help build the nest. Um, young birds from the previous year sometimes will help as well. The nest is made of largely uh, medium-sized twigs, with an inner cup lined with pine needles, weeds, soft bark, or animal hair. The nest size can vary quite a bit. It's typically nine to or six to nineteen inches across with an cup of 6 to 14 inches across and 4 to 15 inches deep. And they put these nests in the crotch near the trunk of a tree or on a horizontal branch, generally towards the top third or quarter of the tree. Uh, they prefer to nest in evergreens, but will nest in deciduous trees when evergreens are less available. I don't know that I've ever acknowledged a crow's nest. I'm sure we've probably seen some, but... Yeah. I've never seen a crow close enough to it that I would claim it as a crow's nest.
1: Yeah, they tend to just, when we see them, they're either in somebody's big front yard eating or they're flying around in the big greenscapes and or we're sitting, sitting on, on
0: top of trees causing a
1: ruckus. Yes. So they are very social birds and more often they're seen in groups and alone. In addition to roosting and foraging in numbers, crows often stay together in year-round family groups that consist of the breeding pair and offspring for the past two years. The whole family co- cooperates to raise the young, winter roosts of American crows, sometime number in the hundreds of thousands. That is a noisy group of birds.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Often admired for their intelligence, crows can work together, devise solutions to problems, and recognize unusual sources of food. And some people regard this resourcefulness and sociality as an annoyance when it leads to large flocks around dumpsters, landfills, and roosting sites. Others can be really fascinated by it. American crows work together to harness, sorry, to harass or drive off predators or behavior known as mobbing. And I believe it.
0: Yep. You can usually hear that. If they find a predator, they just all flock and just go crazy, squawking at it trying to chase it off
1: we've seen it a couple of times with some hawks flying around where it didn't appear like the hawk was going after them but smaller birds but those crows got in the mix and the hawk didn't stick around
0: yeah they're probably most commonly confused with ravens but when you look at the size they're quite a bit smaller and the mm-hmm. sound of them is quite a bit different yep it's more caw, 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 and and they're in groups
1: yeah the ravens
0: really. aren't yeah so for offspring. Uh, They usually have one to two broods a year with a clutch size of three to nine eggs. The eggs are about an inch and a half to two inches long, and they'll incubate them for 16 to 18 days. And then the nesting period is usually 20 to 40 days. The eggs are actually a pale bluish green to an olive green kind of color with blotches of brown and gray on them. Um, Once they hatch, the birds are completely naked except for some sparse tufts of grayish brown and the eyes are closed and clumsy so they have to be cared for until they fledge out what kind of things are looking around for these crows
1: they really don't have that many predators us humans are the main predator um some eagles hawks owls can be their um predators and then hunters the cause of death for young crows is still in the nest which is Mostly it's, you know, typical with all animals, starvation, adverse weather and attacks by raccoons, great horned owls and other animals and mortality in the first year is about 50%. But adults live to six to 10 years.
0: You pass that first year. Your odds go up. Yeah. So crows are omnivores. And so they'll feed on invertebrates of all types and carrion and scraps of human food, seeds, eggs, nestlings stranded fish on the shore, and various grains. They are active hunters and will prey on mice, frogs, and other small animals, and they'll usually consume that and feed on the ground. They're not one that takes it up to a perch to to consume. They'll also eat insects, uh, which can include some of the crop pests, which is beneficial. They'll also eat some aquatic animals, such as fish, young turtles, crayfish, mussels, and clams, those that they can find kind of along the shores or gather up from other people that have, or other birds that have animals that have brought them on. So what are some fun facts?
1: So they don't regularly visit feeders, but you can attract them to your backyard if you offer a mix of trees, open space, and food. Peanuts left in an open place are a good attractant. Crows are also attracted by compost, garbage, or pet food that the birds can feed on. Pet food. attracts so many animals.
0: Yeah. If you're looking for a bunch of noisy crows in your yard, that's how you go about it. Yeah. And you can attract the squirrels as well and see them fight each other.
1: And raccoons and (laughs) possums. Can you imagine? (laughs) Quite the
0: the cage match. (laughs) Fairly common uh, throughout various areas.
1: Yeah. I've seen them all over in various places I've lived.
0: You can usually hear them pretty pretty far away, too. They're called carries.
1: And it's fun to watch them when they're flying, because sometimes they'll just be just soaring. And sometimes it looks kind of like how um, vultures are, where there's just a f- few of them circling around together. And at first glance, I don't normally associate that with crows, but then they start making their noise, and vultures are much quieter.
0: That is true.
1: They're fun. You can always follow us on Instagram at a Porter Explorer.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new about wildlife that may be around you.
1: To make sure you don't miss a future episode, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with friends. If you really liked it and are willing, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd love to see what you have to say.
0: You can find the show notes for all our episodes at aporterexplorer.com slash podcast.
1: So until next time, we encourage you to get outside daily and see what is around you. Thanks. Bye.